Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode 181. Today is a unique episode because it's uh, one of those that I was too tired last night to record, so I'm recording it on Sunday morning, and I only have a few minutes because we are heading out on our family trip, which I'm sure I'll talk more about as we are on our family vacation. But for now, I want to talk about yesterday and the time when I had my eyes, my ears, and my soul most open to experience the presence of God. It's warm here on my back patio. Last time I'll be recording from this place for a while, and um, I'm glad you're here with me today. So yesterday, it was actually about this time that the um, uh, God presence moment that was most memorable from the day occurred. And it has to do with the World Cup. Now, I've been talking a lot about soccer, I know, and I don't want to turn this into a soccer podcast, although there are quite a few very good soccer podcasts out there that I could recommend, because I've been listening to them more and more since the World Cup began. But I do want to talk a little bit about the game that took place yesterday morning, which was the first game of the round of 16, the knockout round, win or go home. And this is really where it gets exciting because no more ties. You're not playing to, you know, have an advantage and a bracket and win the group and things like that. It is pure on win or go home. And yesterday, the very first match of this uh, next round was between two really amazing, powerful, legendary soccer powers, France and Argentina. Now, a little bit of background on both. Um, France had a fairly easy run in the group stage, um, didn't really get their stride as far as being dominant. Uh, many people felt going into the World Cup that they were a um, possible uh, World Cup champion. I don't think, I don't know if they're the actual odds favorite, but um, many people have them on the, uh, the top of the possibilities. And they have not won, though, the World Cup for 20 years, 1998 which was when the World Cup was in France. That was the last time they have won the World Cup. And quite frankly, since then, they've had some pretty spotty outings. They haven't really had, um, I don't think they've been to the finals even um, since then, the final game, the championship game. Uh, they were playing Argentina, who has had an even rockier road, barely getting out of their group, qualifying really with some last-second heroics. And um, they have not won the World Cup uh, championship since, I think, I think 1986, 1982, I think it was 86, but I, I didn't look this up, so I, I do apologize, but uh, it's been a long time, and the weight of the world and the team and the country, I don't know about the world, but the country, really less rests squarely on one player's shoulders, Lionel Messi, who is um, arguably, or not even really arguably, one of the best soccer players in the world. So it was setting itself up to be um, a match of great consequence, great potential. Some of the podcast uh, people I was listening to ahead of time were saying it could be, you know, a thriller or it could be a blowout, that France just really overpowers a very um, uh, struggling, dysfunctional, um, less than adequate, less than competent, um, the remainder of the Argentine team besides Lionel Messi. Well, as the game turned out, it was sensational, and it was a very exciting, high-scoring game, seven goals, which is 
unheard of in uh, in soccer, seven combined goals. And it was back and forth, and I won't go through all the details play by play, um, but it was a thrill to watch. And um, it, Argentina was really in it until close to the end and actually scored a late goal and could have scored one more to equalize. And it was just a, a thrilling, exciting game for the ages. And really, the, the story of the game is the breakout of a French player, a teenager, actually, 19 years old. His name is Kylian Mbappe. Um, he is of, um, was born in Paris, but of African descent. And um, there was one moment early in the game, if you're a soccer fan, you probably watched it, where he got the ball around midfield and literally blew the, the Argentine defenders away. Uh, just the acceleration, the speed, the power with the ball, um, mind you, which you're, you're slower, obviously, with the ball than without the ball, typically, and came into the penalty box of Argentina and was taken down and was given a penalty kick. He did not take the penalty kick, but was his team was rewarded a penalty kick, and that was the first goal of um, for France. And then later in the game, he did get two goals as well. And then the fourth goal from France was an absolute stunner of a goal. One of their defenders um, came up and hit it from the outside of the foot. And if you see the video on it, it is an amazing goal where it just bends and curves right inside of the post. Keeper had no chance. Well, this Mbappe set a record yesterday, actually. Um, he was the youngest player to score two games in a World Cup uh, game. I don't know if it was a knockout game or a game in general, but um, the last player to do that, or the only other player to do that, I guess, was, wait for it, Pele. So he is, um, at least for now, in um, one category with uh, the great, um, probably the greatest soccer player of all time, Pele. So I saw an experienced God in this. Um, as you've heard me say before, soccer, I feel, is the beautiful game, and, and there's nothing else like it in the world. For me personally, my own history, it's very close to my heart, to my soul, to my being. Um, and, and so many around the world have this great passion and this great love for it. I think it's such an egalitarian game. Anyone can play anywhere. And I described my kids at Summer Gym on Friday um, playing it. And um, I think yesterday's game was just, just an amazing game. And, and people around the world were united and connected in watching the game and then celebrating now afterwards. But the round of 16 goes on. There was another game yesterday. Uh, Uruguay upset Portugal, and they will play France um, later on next week. And then two games today and two games the next each of the next few days until we move on. So my question for you is, when have you experienced God's presence in a truly, truly stunning um, event, something you watched or witnessed positively, I would say, that you really felt God's presence there? And um, how did you celebrate that experience of God's presence? So again, thank you for bearing with me as I record this a little bit later. And um, blessings and peace.